Hi, welcome to Newsable. I'm your host Ray Mitchell and this week we will be discussing gaming in the 21st century. Gaming has rapidly become one of the most popular activities for young people, especially since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. From a survey created by our team, 86.5% of the participants game themselves from rarely to daily and 14.5% have never found themselves gaming. Many of the respondents also gave reasons as to why they play games. Most of the answers were given were about escapism and entertainment. However, is gaming really that good for us? YouTube was created in 2005, and in the first few years, people started to share their gaming experiences on the site. Popular gamers included PewDiePie, Stampy Cat, Iballistic Squid, LD Shadow Lady and many more. Although these are primarily Minecraft gamers, it's important to note that there are many other games such as Call of Duty and Fortnite that have gained an audience on YouTube in recent years. Twitch TV is another site that gamers can use to promote their content. However, unlike YouTube, it focuses on mostly esports and gaming. As gamers gain more followers, they will eventually earn money for their efforts as many streaming sites offer a creator fund. However, most streamers prefer a third-party donation service such as Streamlabs, which means they keep most, if not all, the money donated due to the site taking a substantial percentage of their earnings. We interviewed an American gamer so that we could understand gaming from the perspective of someone who plays regularly. I was in a call with my friends Strike and uh, Flamingo. We had all been playing Minecraft together and they encouraged me and they walked me through how to set up my Twitch account and like uh, OBS and everything. So we all streamed together and that's how I started getting into it. Staying indoors and playing games all day was like productive now it, it had like a purpose you know and it helped that like my parents were really supportive um and my siblings were really supportive like it's been such a cool experience just like connecting with these people but even though i don't have a ton of followers like i i have regulars who pop into my chat you know i've got like three people who usually like show up to every stream but i'm lucky that i haven't had negative experiences uh too many negative experiences regarding sexism or anything. Twitch has become such a different space. There's so many more streamers who are AFAB or just, you know, female or uh, non-binary. There's like, it's still a, it's still a male-dominated space, but slowly but surely we're, we're changing and it's very, it's very cool to watch. Like, when I was a kid and I'd watch Minecraft YouTubers, like, I was very much like into DanceDM and Stampy and Iblistic Squid um, like, watching, like, LD Shadow Lady and Stacy Plays and, um, god, that's the problem, right? I can only think of two off the top of my head, and I know there's more, but I can only think of two, you know, female Minecraft YouTubers. I wanted to do what they were doing, and seeing, you know, seeing a girl doing it was so cool. So I've been gaming since I was, like, a real little kid, because my dad was really into gaming, and so I got really into it. It's how we bonded. Like, when we were little, like, playing fighting games with, with our dad was really special for us. You know, if you if you have online friends, there's gonna be dumb drama that happens, kind of with any friend group, and learning how to deal with that can be applied to your real-life situations uh, in a bunch of different ways. Um, the space is only improving. I think the community can only go up fr from here. Misogyny is a term that discusses negative feelings and dislike towards women. 
Although society has started to develop its mindset to reduce misogyny against women, it still occurs in multiple communities and cultures where it isn't talked about as much, especially in the gaming culture. Reach3, a market researcher in America, found that 59% of women hide their gender when gaming to prevent negative experiences from those misogynistic people, such as being told the game is too violent and being expected to be support rather than the main fighter in first-person shooter games. Despite it being harsh, there is no secret that women are often expected to play games that tend to be sexist. For example, young girls are guided towards games on websites like Girls Go Games. These games usually try to teach them that they should like the colour pink and change their appearance to be attractive, as well as taking care of the house rather than pursuing a career. Alternatively, boys are brought up playing games like Fortnite, showing them that they should be strong and encouraging them to be violent. To gain an insight into what people think about this issue, we created our own survey which reached 74 anonymous people. We asked them whether they thought that people assigned female at birth should play games that are stereotypically for boys, such as Call of Duty on FIFA. 78.5% believed that they should, 8% were neutral about the topic and another 8% agreed that they shouldn't play such games. So what can we do as a community to discourage this? At Barnsley College, we have an eSports course that provides an opportunity for students to become professional gamers. We talked to some of the students and the faculty about the course and we discussed the benefits of gaming with them. Um, so eSports, uh, gaming in general, is something I've had a huge passion on um, sort of like throughout my life. So uh, first time I picked up a controller was when I was six uh, and then kind of then onwards it's always been like a, a passion and a hobby of mine so there's been huge developments in terms of what's been available i've, I've gone through like sega playstation 1 playstation 2 playstation 3 numerous xboxes gamecubes nintendo switch uh now obviously ps5 xbox one um they're, those sort of things so barnes and griffins are a competitive esports team um they're, they're the college's competitive esports team so no matter if you study eSport, if you study childcare, if you study A-levels, you can participate and try out for, for the team. Anyone can come and play for us, we're, we're open. We, we essentially want people to come and play for us. When we first ran the course, we played in a tournament that was set up by Digital Schoolhouse, um, and it essentially was an Overwatch tournament. So since then, uh, the British eSports has kind of exploded and, and that's created a lot more opportunities alongside the Digital Schoolhouse. So in Digital Schoolhouse, we compete in Smash Bros. Um, British esports, we currently compete in Valorant, Overwatch and Rocket League. There's so many benefits to, to esport and, and gaming in general in terms of developing your well-being, so like your communication with people. I think especially when you look at like COVID and the limitations of that put in place, it was sort of the only platform where people could still communicate, participate and actually do things with each other. In terms of like mental well-being, being able to communicate and talk, uh, like games are good for mental health. A few years ago, like cricket, football, rugby, it's kind of been male dominated where we're starting to see more female participation in terms of broadcasters, presenters, streamers, shoutcasters. Um, just seeing like those within the places that you're interested in is, is going to spark you. So hopefully as the years kind of tick on and as, as things get bigger, you'll see more and more people progressing through more, more female involvement. I, I never really understood why gender really mad playing video games, like because everyone's human, everyone can play video games. There are lots of negative connotations around esports and mental health. The common misconception is that you've got 
teenager in the bedroom with the blinds closed, drinking Red Bull or Monster, eating chocolate bars or sweets. And, and actually that, that's some, somewhere as much as people view it and they see it as an isolated incident where actually eSports is actually the gateway to the rest of the world and to an online community. So we have the ability to communicate, to think strategically, to plan ahead, to be able to react under pressure. And from a, from a mental health point of view, there are lots of positive benefits there. So the course consists of uh, three elements really. The, the first element being the business elements and it's things like enterprise and entrepreneurship, producing an eSports brand, uh, business applications of social media, launching an eSports enterprise. The second aspect is media and linked to eSports. So we look at things like video production, shoutcasting, games design principles, um, and live streaming. And then the final aspect is the sport aspect. So it's like the second A level is a media A level and the third one is a sports A level. So then we look at things like health, well-being and fitness for eSports players. I think COVID had a, a really unique impact on esports in general and the esports industry in that where many traditional sports stopped and live events stopped, esports actually continued and lots of traditional sports athletes and fans turned to esports during the pandemic. And as a result of that, the fan base started to watch these tournaments because there was no live sport happening and started to really understand what esports was. So it, it, it's, it's closed that generational barrier, if you like, in, in terms of the level of understanding of what, what people may think esports is. And it, it started to challenge some misconceptions. Esports actually provided people of a different generation was the ability to connect, the ability to socialise, the ability to meet new people. And actually what that's done is it started to propel esports more and more into the mainstream. To summarise, there are many benefits of gaming in the 21st century, including new job opportunities and improving mental health. However, gamers should be aware that playing video games may have a negative impact on their lives, such as addiction. Has this information changed your thoughts on gaming? Let us know on Twitter at NewsableTV. This has been your host, Ray Mitchell. Thank you for watching.